Hello and welcome to the Wire Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Tim Ponte. And I'm Tyler Pacheco. Welcome to our first episode. Yeah, so pretty much what we're going to cover from week to week is going to be, you know, different waiver wires, ads and drops, uh, trades, uh, tough lineup decisions with starts and sits, general league information, and any other fantasy football needs. Yeah, so I mean, let's just kind of jump into things. Uh, just to give you guys some background, Tim and I have been doing fantasy football together for roughly 10 years, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Um, right now, we're currently in a lead together, uh, fighting for the top spot. I mean, yeah. that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Eight and three, seven and four. Yeah. The points lead is close. Yep. We're, we're within 10 points, I believe. I think we looked at it before. You said it was five points. We're, yeah, we're, so like we're real that. close. Um, uh, 11. 11 points. 11 points. I mean, both teams are really competitive. Um, I mean, you want to jump into your team? Start there? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Gives everybody a little bit of background, kind of let them know what we're working with. and. Yeah, so, I mean, if, if, you, if you're going off of my, my best lineup, uh, I got Mahomes at quarterback, Julio Jones at wide receiver one, Keenan Allen at wide receiver two, Emmanuel Sanders at wide receiver three. I got C-Mac, run CMC, running the running back one spot. He's... Should be getting some MVP votes. I'd give him one for the way he's carried my fantasy team when uh, my, uh, Mahomes was out. Yep, yep. Uh, I got Chris Carson, Darren Waller. I got uh, I said Keenan Allen. I have Marlon Mack, uh, Sammy Watkins, Dak Prescott, Larry Fitzgerald, Royce Freeman. You know, we have that extra bench spot, so I kind of stashed him just in case something happened to you know Philip Lindsay. Kind of the best case scenario. Yeah, I mean that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I got um, Mason Crosby as my kicker this week. I think that. Uh, you know, he's going to get a couple 30, 40 yarders and they kind of, you just need that eight to 10 points every week out of a kicker. You know, when you get two to four, it really hurts you. And then at defense, I got my nice stout, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Yep. I mean, he's got a solid <clears throat> roster. Um, enough you, of first place. Yeah. For now, for now. But I mean, just to give everybody a little bit of context, um, we are starting this a little late. We're jumping in, we're jumping in at week 12. Um, so obviously we're dealing with some bye weeks and things of that sort. Um, but as Tim ran through his, I'll give you my team. So, I mean, I'm starting Matt Ryan, Mike Evans, Mari Cooper. Um, if we're doing best lineup, I'd be starting Tariq Hill, but obviously he's on a bye this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Saquon, Le'Veon, um, Hunter Henry, and then my flex play would be David Moore. Uh, DJ Moore, I'm sorry. Oh. And... This week I'll be starting Jason Myers at kickers, and then I've got New England's defense. And if you're in fantasy football right now, you know how great they are. They're uh, they're a wide receiver one in most leagues. Yeah, but I mean <laughs> to keep going through. I mean my bench right now, even that's kind of that takes a little bit of a hit. I mean I'm running with Brian Hill. Um, like I said, Carlos Hyde. Um, Hill's on a bye, so he's on my bench right now. Same with Hunter Henry. Um, so that means I've got Greg Olson, who's in my lineup right now, um, Josh Gordon, Carlos Hyde, Brandon Cooks, Sony Michelle. I mean, both teams are really competitive. Like we said before, we're, we're within 10 points of each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've lost, wise. what, four times in uh, 
think two of them came from me. Two of them were from you this yeah, year. Week the one, you lost. Week one, I think everybody, including the guys on my bench, scored over fifteen points. I think I don't. I think my kicker scored twelve, and that was the lowest on my entire team. Yeah, I mean he's uh, got lucky both matchups. Even the kinda, second time, we were I ran into a shit storm of bye weeks, so yeah. he's just kind of lucked yeah. out playing me this year. Oh yeah, lucked out. Yeah, it, that's what it is. Lucked out. That's the only way you can put it. Yeah. But I mean, so let's give you a little bit more background uh, with the league and things of that sort. Um, it's a ten-team league. Six play, six teams get into the playoffs. Um, first two seeds get the get the bye week. I think that's pretty standard for most ten-team leagues. Yeah. Um, we're kind of a QB-heavy league where we we give qu- quarterbacks uh, six points for touchdowns. Six point uh, and half points for completions. We we run full PPR, so mm-hmm. wide receivers are obviously a lot more valuable. Um, but a, a lot of these things are kind of becoming standard, I think, now throughout the league. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, even if if you do one of those just regularly, you throw twenty dollars in a Yahoo league or ESPN. I mean, most of those standard leagues are now going half point PPR. Um, you know, it never because I mean, just the way the league is going. You know, a couple of years ago, Adrian Peterson, I think he ran for like. What eighteen hundred yards or something like that? Yeah, it was something like that. Something crazy, and then I think he caught like thirty passes. Which you know, <clears throat> now I mean, a guy like Saquon, he's catching at least what forty, fifty passes a year. It's just, they're, they're it's in the a, ballpark. Up, it's it's an uptick. But you know, how do you feel? This is we've been running this league together. You know, you're, you're the commissioner, but we kind of I'm like the vice chairman of this league. Right, um, right, right. You know, so what do you think about the changes here going to the the QB heavy kind of having the six point touchdown, half point completion? Yeah, so I mean, we've been running this league now for probably five years, six years, something of that sort. Um, and every year we try to come in, we talk about it with the league, and we try to add something different. So this year was to add the to make the QBs a little bit more valuable, like I said before. Um, and I think it's made a big difference to the league. It's changed a lot of how people drafted um, quarterbacks. Instead of going in the late rounds, like people typically would take them, um, a lot of them went in, in the early, anywhere from third all the way to the fifth round. People were taking quarterbacks, um, so that shifted the draft. And I mean, oh, tremendously. And I mean, it, it brings a whole other dynamic with the with the points for completion because you just kind of um, you get the guys that you've always the guys that ran the ball were always a lot more valuable. Now, but the guys like like Drew Brees that are throwing 40, 50 passes a game to yeah. become so Even much if they more don't valuable. Throw a touchdown, you're getting thirty points out of them. Right. Know? I mean, he, the guy has fifteen completions, he, he, sixteen completions. You got eight points there, right, yeah. right off the back. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's different. There's, you know, every league is different. Every every commissioner runs a league different. You know, and uh, you, you got you got guys who run leagues where there's crazy yardage bonuses. So 100, 100 yards rushing, right, 100 right, yards right, receiving, right. 40 yard. You know, we have the 40 yard touchdown bonus, just yep. a touchdown at the completion. Um, so, you know, sometimes, you know, you, when, you, when you're down, you need a big play. You know, you'll, you're asking like Mahomes to throw an 80 yard touchdown play every single time he gets the ball, you know, because that's, you know, it's the hope and pray, but I mean, yeah, you got to do that, things that keep things different. If they think dunk down the field, yeah, you know, and if he completes five passes for seventy-five yards, that's what three. You're talking about seven points without the touchdown. So if he scores a touchdown, that's a fourteen-point uh, drive. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge swing for people. It, it makes a big difference, and um, and it changes the draft. Yeah, it, it absolutely changes the draft. because I'm the type of guy. I've always been this guy. I, I, I'm gonna give my playbook out here, and I don't really care. Uh, you know, I'm I I've pretty much always been the running back guy. I'm the guy 
who everybody gets mad at when the draft's over because they realize I have six running backs in my roster. I usually go running back my first two picks. I'll take a I'll take a wide out hoping he's a stud. You know, this year I was like I, I did this year with um, Julio Jones. Um, right, right. Because right. I took Mahomes in the second round, Julio in the third, came back and got Carson in the fourth. I mean, I drafted very well in the ter- top four. Usually, some you know, usually I, I fall on one of those. I was very happy to get Julio in the third. But, um, you know, typically what I would do is I'd wait until the end of the draft and get guys like Stafford, Rivers, Big Ben, different guys like that. Kind of, they, they, they just kind of get you by with the 18 to 20 every week. You know, in the past years, those guys were good, you know, and there's always yeah, the one, you know, I've gotten burned before, though. That's the thing. Some years you end up like there was one year when when Eli had um, Shepard, Ingram, o- OG, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Odell Beckham. You know, he, he had a lot of guys coming in. And he's like, man, he's he's he's, he's loaded with talent. Tight. Brandon Marshall was there. Yep, like, yep, yep. like Jesus, man, like they're loaded with talent. So I, I waited and I got Eli in like the tenth round and go figure. He, yeah, he, he turned into apart. he turned into regular season Eli instead of when he plays the Patriots in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Playoff you know? Eli and, versus regular season. And Eli. then this year, you know, there was one league where I you know, this one where I took Mahomes and another one where I waited. And it was, you know, another QB heavy league. And what I did was I ended up with Jared Goff. You know, there's weeks where he gets you, you know, 40 points in a QB heavy league. And there's weeks, <laughs> I think I got three out of them one week, you know, yeah. and, and that, killed, that killed me one week. But, you know, so it changes my draft model. It changes how I want to do it because I got to get somebody by the fifth round now because if not, then everybody's gone. And I think this year, quarterbacks in general have just been a very odd spot to kind of go into because, yeah, a lot of the injuries, I mean, you got the rookies with Kyler coming in that have been solid, the reemergence of Derek Carr, he's kind of started to become something here at the end of the season. It's not a minivan anymore. No, and I mean, guys like Baker, who were, people were picking super early, and he fell apart or right at the get-go. It's like they don't listen to anybody about the sophomore slump. No, no, I no. mean, it's a basketball thing. It's a baseball thing. Apparently, nobody thought it would be a Baker-Mayfield thing. No, I guess not. And I mean, I'm sure people who came into the year um, who had drafts early, took luck, he fell apart. Big Ben early yeah, that's, that's got hurt. My golden rule. There's certain things. I, I won't join. I'm picking with leagues. Oh, you, you know, you, you know have I to am. be because because th- there's leagues that they draft them before the second preseason game. I mean, guys get traded, guys get cut, guys retire. This, you know, like we another podcast that we were on recently with a f- couple buddies of ours. You know, they they had a draft and then. 12 hours later, Andrew Luck retired. And yeah. the guy, dra- he drafted him like the third round. And I mean, you look at this and it's a context for There's so many practices, so much going on. People get hurt so quickly. I mean, you look at, at Deshaun Watson a couple of years ago, non-contact, in, ACL in, practices, in practice, just gets hurt out of the blue, ran a completely freak accident. And yeah. you just never know. And it's so hard to draft that early. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and that's the thing. You know, it, it's you never know because... Everybody, it was a lock that uh, Saquon Barkley was going to be the running back, the the number one running back in the league. You know, everybody, it, pretty much everybody's league, the top three spots were Barkley, Kamara, uh, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, yep. And you know, I'm I'm betting everybody is pretty happy with the McCaffrey at three pick because you know then you come back around and you're drafting before those in those in those snake leagues. Yep. You know, because there's a sna- snake in the auction. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones where you can, you have an auction. But the snake leagues, you typically, if in a 10-team league, I think you go three and then 17. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at 17, you're probably coming back, and hopefully you didn't pick Juju or Joe Mixon like some a lot of people did. Yeah, and they're getting but burned right now. They are. They. Uh, I got burned. I got burned by Joe Mixon bad. Yeah. You know, because if you look at that roster, it was supposed to be A.J. Green was supposed to be out four weeks, but now God knows if he's even going to play again. And you know what I find is the sad part about this, and, and I know there's a lot to do with injuries and the line getting healthy and things like that now, but you see Mixon these last couple weeks, and he's he's been playing he so well. Yeah, they got, they got killed, and he had thirty rushes. It's it, it, it's sad to think about what he could have been if they would have just used him properly all year long, because he has the talent. And I mean, the line isn't that bad where he couldn't have been at least serviceable. Yeah, a little healthier a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, they I got mean, their left tackle back, but the majority of the line was yeah, there. They were serviceable. Yeah, where he could have been. I mean, Adrian Peterson's been been solid with Geis out. I mean, he doesn't have he didn't have to be RB1 like everybody was thinking he was going to be, but he could have at least been a serviceable and, yeah, RB2, yeah. low-end RB2, something of that sort, just yeah, just mean, by val- volume itself. And it's, that backfield is going to be so weird moving forward because, you know, Geis is the most talented out of all of them. AP is in the latter, latter half of his career. No, you're jumping into Washington now. Yeah, Washington, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you mentioned AP. Uh, you know, you, you, God knows what's going to happen in that backfield because... Geis, you know, he's catching the ball. He's running the ball pretty well. He had the 45-yard touchdown last week. Yep, yep, yep. Um, AP's in the latter half of his career. It's a young team who isn't trying to win right now. So do you go with Geis going forward? Because I, I mean, <clears throat> you got to you got to give him some touches, get him accumulated to the offense. And then you got guys, you know, Chris Thompson's going to be back any day now, and he's going to take all the passing down work. Right. And, and I think, I mean, AP's getting older, and I think that everybody knows that. And... Um, I think at this point they're going to end up moving on from him. It seems like they want guys to be the guy. Yeah. Because, I mean, like I said, AP's been playing so well the last few weeks, and then guys comes back, and he's pretty much a non-factor again. Yeah, so they, especially you can, if Thompson comes back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Peterson was never involved in the passing game to begin with, right. but you look at the numbers and you look at the touches, and it just doesn't make sense when you have somebody that's playing so well to uh, to cut him back like that just because guys came back. So I think Adrian Peterson ends up having to move on or gets moved to another team or something of that sort yeah. that may as a backup role again and uh, it, it just becomes another guy. Yeah. If not phase out of the league completely. I mean Yeah, I mean, you know, and there's a lot of backfields like that this year because you know, going into the year you looked at it and it was like, man, you know, there's a lot of committees, there's a lot of unknowns with these backfields. Um, you know, if you look back at it now, if you were to redraft, if you were to do a lot of these things, I'm sure, you know, the draft <coughs> will look tremendously different. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you you look at all these guys and I think outside of probably McCaffrey, anybody that was picking running backs early, even within probably oh, the McCaffrey first two, goes first. Yeah, but even that, but even the first two rounds of running backs that you would pick, um Freeman. Freeman, Connor um, even Saquon and guys like that, they've just kind of been um, just underwhelming, really. Yeah. I, I think this has just been a really strong wide receiver year, and running backs are just starting to be kind of an afterthought this year. Um, just, there isn't tons of guys that stand out outside of um, McCaffrey and Cook. I, I mean, yeah, Zeke's I just kind of an average this year where people were expecting him to be great. And, <coughs> like again, Saquon's been banged up. Kamara's been banged up. So all these top guys really have just been, like I said, underwhelming. Yeah, but, you know, again, it, it doesn't come down to the draft. Yeah, the draft's important. You know, everybody knows the draft's important. If you were to look back at, you know, 
week one, mm-hmm. right? If you go right. back and you look at these teams, the guy who's in last place, we had a we had pretty much had an in person draft, and six of us, six out of the ten of us were here, right. and four of us agreed that the guy in last place had the best team coming in the draft. Yeah, but if you look at it, he didn't manage his team well. No, you got to trade, you got to wave <laughs> wave of moves. You got to pick up the right handcuffs. You got to you got to make the right yeah. roster decisions. Who to start? Who to sit? Mm-hmm. It's it's tough. You know it is. You know it, 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 it he, he doesn't mind. have a bad team. He's he's solid at wideout. I mean his his third best wide receiver is Juju. And if if you really look at it, you know outside of the last two weeks, the first four or five weeks he started off averaging 12, 13 a game in a PPR well, half point PPR league. Well, it's interesting as you say. So I'm gonna run through his team and just looking at it, you, he's starting Russell Wilson. Um, he's got Kenny Galladay, Allen Robinson, Juju as wide receivers right now. Um, Lamar Jackson. I, he's got Lamar Jackson on his bench, but he's also got Thielen he drafted. He drafted Devontae Freeman, Connor, um, Christian Kirk, and, I mean, he had Crowder, um, who's been, obviously, at the beginning of the year, he was a little slow with, <laughs> with uh, Donald Hurt, but, I mean, he, he's gotten to come back now. So, I mean, this should be a solid... Going At the beginning of the year, this was... Looking at this, you thought he had a great roster. And I still think so, but he just didn't make the right decisions in the no. middle of the year, you know. No. And it, that's that's where it comes down to. You got to make the right waiver claims right. at the right time. Exactly. It's not you know because everybody everybody makes a decision of jumping week one. I can guarantee you, whoever scores the most points gets picked up. Yeah, it happens. It happens always, every year. What was it this year? This year was Terry McLaurin. Yep, After McLaurin, we, uh, DJ, McLaurin. Ca- DJ Shark, um, guys like that. Those were all pretty much in the same week. Yeah, and, and guys like guys like you know Terry McLaurin, in most years, mm-hmm. you add them, and then a week or two later, you drop them because they just had a one big blowout week. Right. This year, Terry McLaurin's been the number one wideout in Washington. Right, and I mean, he was he was great oh, the first half of the year. <coughs> He's starting to fall off now because just quarterback play and things of that a, sort. Place a shit show. But I mean, guys who who made that move and grabbed Chark at the beginning of the year, they've got a top probably fifteen wide receiver now. And he's been solid all year long. And I think you know, in, in, in the formats you're in, you know, there's there's dynasty leagues, there's keeper leagues, and those are the guys that make such a big difference in those. Because it, it, especially like a keeper league, because if you do a keeper league based off of their draft position, yeah, that's you know, huge. we've done one before where if you draft somebody in the twelfth round, you keep them all year, and you do a keeper league, right, right, right. you lose your twelfth round pick, right. Right, is, you know, is it worth keeping a guy like DJ Chark as a twelfth round pick and keeping one of your top two picks and losing a guy like I don't know Kenny Galladay, for instance, just because I'm looking at this guy's team, right? You know, and it, it, keeper leagues, it, it, it makes a big difference. I see a lot. I have a lot of guys tweeting at us, and a lot of guys and you know girls as well tweeting at us saying, you know, di- dynasty trades and tra- you know mm-hmm. moving first and second round picks and trying to get try, trying to move to get DJ Chark because. You know, if you look at it, I don't see there being a reason to be worried about him. You know, Conley's going to be that third guy. Didi's yeah. going to be the second guy there, but it's going to be Chark, and I don't think it matters if it's you know the, the stash Minshew or if it's going to be uh, you know uh, Super Bowl Foles, hero Nick yeah. Foles. You know, and um, you know you got Fournette who they're going to start to you know, they they come in they they load the box against a little bit, mm-hmm. and then it just opens things up for these these wide receivers. Just like when you know it was Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns over there. I mean. They, they put up numbers, and what was Blake Bortles, their quarterback? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it, it's always going to be a run-first offense, as long as Fournette's there. So the play <laughs> action and things of that sort, they'll benefit from. And but, but ultimately, it comes down to that to win leagues and be involved in leagues like this, you have to be making different moves. Yeah. And 
that's really what it to bring this conversation full circle. That's really yeah. what it comes down to. And then and if trades. Do, yeah, trade. I mean, you, I'm, a, I'm an advocate advocate for trades. You're more than an advocate. <laughs> I honestly I might think be addicted this, to there's trades. a problem. There, there could be a problem. You texted me this week saying that how bored you were because you couldn't make a because tra- our trade deadline is passed. Yeah, so you know um, this. I think our trade deadline is a little early. I think it might move back next year. We're yeah, we've been vote. we've been discussing this. So our because trade deadline was what. Two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. It was week now? 11, I think. No, 10. Ten, week 10. 10. 10 sounds right. 10 sounds right. Um, and I, I, for me, my, my rule of thumb is if I don't make at least two to three trades a year, I, I'm not going to be viable and, and I'm not going to have a playoff team. It's just not. The, I'm, there's a correlation I've noticed that if I make two to three moves every year, I'm in the playoffs and I have a good shot of winning a league. I mean, and, and to be honest with you, you know, we, we have very similar thought process when it comes to lead. You know, we, we're usually like, oh, you got my guy. You, know, you you drafted my guy before my guy. We usually have the same waiver claims in. Yep. You know, because we pretty much discuss it because, you know, it, it, we, it, we know the the waiver order. Right. You know, and, and we talk about these things. But, you know, trades can save your season. They really oh, can. absolutely. Like, like when Mahomes went down, I immediately traded for Dak Prescott. Yeah. And I, it, I, I mean, think it was during the game. Yeah. During that game, he, he I don't even know what happened. It was halftime of the game that he got hurt. Yeah, and you, I already I had already I, I already had, yeah, had, sure. a, had a discussion with him, and I think I accepted a trade by the end of the game because when I see someone's knee get popped back in a place, yeah, I mean that was horrifying. You never, and yeah. no one thought he was going to come no back one. as quick as he did. Yeah, and you know, and uh, having Dak was huge, but the issue was is I think he was the wrong quarterback for me to pick up at the time because I still because I ha- at the time I had Philip Rivers as my backup. Yeah, and what happened was is I still had to play him for two weeks because Dak was on a bye. And then Dak was playing a really bad matchup. Yeah. So I still had. So out of the what three weeks he missed, I only play him once, and it's this week because mom's on a bye. Yeah. And and, and I mean, go figure. He's playing against New England's defense, who's the, yeah. the number one defense against quarterbacks this year. Granted, they haven't played anybody. You know, and and just to give everybody a brief insight, we're Patriots fans. Oh, we're, and we're homers hardcore. Yeah, I mean, it, we. we we're very realistic when it comes to things. You know, I think I'm a little bit more realistic than most New England fans. You know, don't <laughs> tell them. I know that most of our downloads are going to be those guys. But, you know, it, 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 we're a little bit more realistic. And I'll be honest with you, my fantasy advice to everybody as a first-timer, like I'm actually teaching my girlfriend how to how to do fantasy football. And the first thing that I told her was never draft a New England running back. Oh, and that's a you very good point. You, I mean. can't, you can't trust anybody in New England. No. I mean, the only thing you can I, trust this year is Edelman. And the defense, yeah, and that's because pretty much every have, year. I mean, I don't even they don't have a tight end that's worth rostering mm-hmm. because they traded Jacob Hollister, who would have been huge for them this year. Yeah, yeah, they sent him to Seattle been. for a sixth round pick or yeah. a seventh round pick, whatever it was. Yeah, uh, you know, everybody knows Gronk retired. Ben Watson's thirty eight years old, and everybody else is a scrap heap tight end. Yeah, you know, Tomlinson and Lacoste; those guys are useless. Yeah, but and then you know the wide receivers moving for Sanu. It's you know, he comes in and he has a touchdown one week and then he goes for two points the next week. That's New England's offense. Yeah, and, and just so everybody knows, even here in New England, we still haven't figured out why we moved on from Josh Gordon. It doesn't make any sense Nobody to us. It, it, I mean, it, from my... Beyond confused. From what I think is because they wanted to save money in the cap because they thought they were going to make a bigger move at the deadline. And every week his cap hit, cap hit got a little bit bigger because they were right up against the cap. And he wasn't performing. 
Right. And he had the type of deal where you could move on. And he also had the clause in his contract where using that IR designation to release him actually relieved them of the cap because his guaranteed money changed. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And if you go on, if you go online, if you go on Twitter, you can actually research that stuff a little bit more. We're not going to get into the whole salary cap. Oh, we could be now. here all night going into the Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. And there's actually a Twitter account, uh, Pat's Cap. That he he breaks down every move and it's actually pretty awesome. It's a good it's a good read every day, um, you know. But um, you know, tr- you, again, to come back to the trades. Trades can make a big difference as a, as a as an owner in a fantasy team. You know, if yep, it, yep. and it's also better when you know the people because if you do these these leagues where you're oh. just throwing twenty dollars in, you, you, you know, a, a bunch of strangers, you, you're throwing trades out, they're ignoring them. They, yeah, people you know, don't answer. People, I mean, it's it's tough. At I least, mean, I tell you all the time, I'm in that points league, so I, I'm in a in a league that it's strictly points, uh, no head to head matchups, and it's a bar league. It, it that's big money. Yeah, they pay out pays, every week. Pays out every scores week. the most wins is no head to head. Yeah, it's a great league. But you have to draft well. You absolutely have to draft well. And if you don't, you don't have a shot because the people just won't well, make trades. Well, yeah, they don't trade. That's no. the issue in that league. It's, it's so hard. And like like you're saying, you just don't know the people. And it's and I mean, a lot of I mean, we run into the thing where some of the guys are older, so they don't. I'm assuming maybe they don't know how to use the app or things of that sort. So they're just not answering your messages or whatever it may be. But it's just. It, it makes it extremely hard when you can't make trades because you you basically just living and dying by the wire and hoping you drafted well. And if you didn't, you're stuck. And yeah. that's basically what it comes down to. Yeah, and you know, and then as far as you know, tough lineup decisions. I'm on top of answering social media as quick as we can, and you know, you jump in as well when yep. we can. Yep. And you know, if you guys want to give us a quick follow on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, it's the Wire FFB. The Wire FFB. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, people, a lot of people tweet at us, message us, asking us, you know, hey, sh- who should I start this week? Who should I drop? And, you know, I, I get back as quick as I can, you know, we, we, you know, yeah. it's re- it's not our full time job. But again, <laughs> um, you know, we, we try to. So if you want to if you want to shoot us a follow on there. Um, that'd be great. It's also greatly appreciated. I mean, get the conversation starting. It gives us more content, gives us things to talk about. Yeah, and, and next week when we come on again, what we're going to do is we're actually going to write down some of the good ones. Yep. Some of the questions that we got that we're stumped on. You know, there's one, there's a couple this week that I got. I and mean, we had to go back and forth on <clears throat> yeah, really and discuss, figure out what we thought was the best move, do a little bit of research. and Because it's it's a tough week because this is impl- this is this is. Every week gets more and more important from here. Yeah. Before this, you could kind of you, you could get away with a bad week. Yeah. Now going forward, now yeah, everybody's trying to make that late season it, push. It's this week and next week is for the standard playoffs, uh, yep. the last of the two regular season. So it's trying to get into the playoffs, yep. trying to seed the right way, mm-hmm. trying to get those point champ stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because seeding makes a big difference in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Because is you know we both know there's a guy in our league who's in seventh place right now who arguably is the third best team in our league. Yeah. And we've got a weird situation in our league where we've got four or five guys all within one game of each other, or that I think three of them are tied yeah, in the so same with the same record. Every uh, you know, it go I'm eight and three. You know, Tyler's a seven and four. We have another guy who's seven and four, and then we have one, two, three, four, five guys who are either six and five or five and six who are fighting for four, five, and six. So realistically, there's one team that's kind of eliminated from the playoffs, and again. 
you know, he he's too, if he wins out and everything weren't lines up right, he could end up in the playoffs. Yeah. But you, you, you can't you can't take a week off this week. This is this is this is prime time. No, this is do or die at this point. Yeah, I mean week twelve is die. You, I mean, you gotta move. You're fighting. For, the two of us really are fighting for playoff buys. Everybody else is trying to fight for where they're gonna fall in the playoffs or if they're gonna get in the playoffs. And yeah, it, it's this is a big week. This is definitely a big week. Yeah, and you know, um, with waiver wire stuff, you know. The way we're the wire, so we're gonna talk a lot about waiver wire stuff and who you should add, who you should drop, you know, and and right. And I think we're gonna get into a little bit more of that yeah, next week and the course. weeks following, just because this is gonna come out a little late. Um, like he said, we're doing this on the late late Saturday night, night Saturday it's night. Midnight. So well, it's yeah, actually, it's almost one. <laughs> but uh, so we'll get into some things like that a little bit more next week and uh, give you some more information as much as we can. And cover try to cover everything. I mean, like we said, trades, wire, <coughs> starting sit them, just full full fantasy package just for you guys. How's and if that? you want to, if if you have questions for us again on social media, you can ask us. But um, you know, if you want to start your own league, we're both experienced commissioners. Yep. We both run our own leagues. Um, you know, we've successfully run it with you know friends, which could be difficult because. If they, you, know, it, you, you run into all kinds of issues. Yeah, you can run into a lot sort. of issues because you, you know, you're not collecting money or you guys not paying attention because they don't take it as serious. But, you know, if you have any questions for us about, you know, how to start your own league or, yeah. you know, who to invite, you know, because it, it can be difficult because you get the wrong guy in your league. And it, it can, can throw the league. Off. It completely like, ruined the league. We had a guy in the league um, who who left this year, who didn't come back this year. Be, uh, it was whatever he drafted was his team for the year. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and if he was absolutely desperate, he'd make he, he, he'd make what, a move. If two, only if two or three years ago, to. what three years ago, he he made like five moves all year, and he was the he had the lowest seed. Last yeah. year, he made three or four moves, but and he was the number one seed and won money. Yeah, you yeah. know, because he he drafted at the right time, really well. but. You know, he had guys like Kamara. And yeah, he, 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 he hit, hit on everything roster. last year. He Honestly, I don't think like he needed Thielen, to make a move. Yeah. He, he, Thielen was his wide Even his too. bench players were, were going off last year, and he just he just hit it that way. Yeah. But. It, it, that's why drafting is important, but, you know, that was his one. We, we played with him for five years, and out of those five years, one year he was good. So you, you right. got you got to stay on top of it. You got to do it. You got you you always got to be looking to improve your roster the best you can. Don't make over moves because you know there's a guy in our league who's made way too many moves and he dropped players, added them, dropped them, added them, dropped them, and then next thing you know, I scooped one of them up this week. Right. And, and you know, and he, he he overthought a bunch of stuff, and next thing you know, he's on my roster performing. Yeah. You know, there's one guy who dropped Will Fuller for AJ Green. And then, and then and AJ and, Green later he, in the week he for, just dropped him uh, this morning for for a running back. Yeah. So you know, it, just stop overthinking things. You got to make sure you, don't just make moves to make moves. Yeah. But no, again, it's definitely going to be well gotta, thought through and make, make sure you know what you're doing. Try to fill your holes and find the guys that are performing well. That's what it comes down to. And then with lineups, you know, there's if you can say what you want, there's guys who you can't sit. But you know, if, if See, I disagree with that. I think that anytime you can sit anybody. Yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to get I, into. I don't, I don't, a lot of people live by that philosophy. You start your starters and you live by it. I, like if you I sit disagree. McCaffrey, you're stupid. You sit yeah, Kamara, I mean, you're stupid. Yeah, I, I get that but, there's some know. guys that, I mean, but they got to have the track record for it. A guy like like McCaffrey this year, obviously you can't sit him. He performs every week. He's consistent. And he doesn't come off the field. Right. 
But I mean, if you let's say you're stacked at running back and you've got a guy like Marlon Mack Marlon, before he got hurt, yeah, Marlon Mack. You know, so if, if he runs into a 49ers defense, right, you might not want to play him because they're very strong against the run. Same thing with Pittsburgh, right. you know. But then if you play against a team like Washington, right, he's going to get 20 carries and he's probably going to go for 20 points standard. Never mind a full PPR league or any bonuses or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there's like, like you said, Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack is the perfect example because some weeks he goes off, some weeks he doesn't. And that's why he's not a running back one in my. You know, no, it, and it, I think he's probably a low end <clears throat> RB two. But there's some weeks that you could sit him for somebody like, um, like a insert running back here. Yeah, I mean, does <laughs> anybody like it's Chris Thompson on a week that at the beginning of the year when he was catching a lot of balls, yeah. something like that? If you got a better matchup there, that's. I would I would make that move. I really would. Yeah, but kind of what we're trying to get at is you got to swallow your pride sometimes. Like, you know, T.Y. Hilton. You know, if in a wrong matchup in that offense, you might right. not want to play him again. This week was tough because he played against Houston. Yeah, who, and he's because they've got such a track history there, and, and they can't stop anything. I mean, yeah. I could run down the field and probably catch a forty-yard pass yep. against that offense. It's just it, nobody expected it. And when when you get a when you get a healthy designation for a player of his caliber you're no, anticipating what wide receiver two numbers at least especially against Houston yeah again if you're playing against New England and he's being covered by Gilmore all day it's a totally different situation because now he's a wide receiver three but if you got a guy on your roster like a Debo Samuel in a game that could go a little bit stronger right a little bit more scoring who's been a favorite target of Jimmy G yeah especially when you got someone when you got Sanders who's hurt, and so that pushes him into a better position. Yeah. I think, you know, with this week, I think all of them are going to be active. I think Kittle's back. Yeah, that's the, what it looks like. Yeah, Brady is going to be out again with the ankle injury because I've uh, never met I thought it. I saw something that Brady was going to be active this week. Yeah, I mean, it, it could have changed since this morning when I checked. But, um, you know, this, the, you, the idea is that you got to swallow your pride on certain players. Absolutely. You know, you, just because you draft them, you know, in the second round as a wideout like a well, Juju Smith-Schuster, doesn't mean that he doesn't mean he should be starting over a guy who you drafted in the twelfth round or the eleventh round. Because I mean, Sanders went undrafted in some leagues, and we both talked at the beginning of the year after doing some mock drafts and talking to people. Yeah, where they're, they're like, "How is Sanders still on the board?" Yeah, and like, we're it didn't drafting make any him. Sense. That's why never go by those draft grades that Yahoo or ESPN gives no, you. No, they mean nothing because. Because they go off of how everybody else drafts. And there's right. a lot of people who just don't draft correctly. Right. You know, we're drafting him in the ninth round, and that's 40, you know, 40 ADP higher than where he normally is in other leagues. Yeah. But now you're looking at him like, holy crap, he's yeah. a, he's a wide receiver that? too. Yeah. You know, and because especially for a guy like me who goes running back, running back, running back heavy yeah, those early. Late, those late round steals save oh, leagues. Yeah. Like Fitzgerald. I drafted him in like the eighth round this year, ninth round this year, and he carried me until I was able to get. Yeah, the first half of the year he was really solid. Yeah, and he he carried me as a wide receiver three. What I need in that league, especially when I'm running back heavy, because you know I had you know Derrick Henry, Chris Carson, Christian McCaffrey, Marlon Mack, and I had another one that I traded away too, and I you know. I was very and I and I had drafted Golden Tate who was suspended, yep. so I I didn't have that wide receiver who right. yeah, I you anticipated were, you were being a hurting at first at the beginning of the year. But to get a guy like Larry Fitz who was averaging ten to twelve a week, yeah, it, makes it, a big it gets difference. you by. That's it gets you by. Hold you on so you can get something better. But just because he's getting you twelve points a week doesn't mean he's going to do it the rest of the year. No, absolutely. And everybody not. knew that Christian Kirk was coming, right. so that's why I had to upgrade. And you know the, the waiver moves where you know. 
Watkins went down and some people, you know, he was out for six weeks. I waited two or three and I picked him up because I had the roster space. Right. I add him at the end of my bench. He comes back and who knows? I mean, in a, in a Kansas City offense, he could go for 65. Yeah, any week he can. <laughs> Especially anyway. when I have Mahomes as my quarterback, I can get that quarterback wideout combination. Yep. But, you know, I could end up with, you know, 20 points on one play. No, absolutely. One play, you know, and it was, yeah. that was big when it, Dez and Tony Romo were playing together because I know you, you, you got the, uh, Got the better half of that when yeah. Romo and Dez were connecting. And my first year as a fantasy player, I had Moss and Brady. I started playing in 07. It was Moss and Brady. Yeah. You know, and, and those guys, the 50 yeah. touchdown year. And then yeah. I also and got lucky the year where point. I drafted Peyton Manning the year. He set the record, too. Really? I didn't yeah, realize I went that. undefeated. That was, that, that was a league where I paid... Uh, twenty dollars to just because I didn't know anybody else who was starting a league. I was a little bit younger at the time. Oh, okay. I paid twenty dollars and I got into a league with a bunch of random strangers. Yep. And I had him and I had Wes Welker. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's a nice I combo. Ended up, I ended up having a really good year. Cam Newton was my backup quarterback. Uh, my yep. was drafted as my starter, but when I saw the numbers, because nobody anticipated Peyton doing that with the no, neck injury. That was injury. the year he came back off the neck the injury. Neck injury. Yep, yep, yep. So nobody anticipated. So I drafted him as my backup, and then Cam's going on the bench for for Peyton Manning when he's oh, performing absolutely. like that in that offense. So you know those you, you got to stay on top of your lineups, guys. You you got to. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think this has been a great introduction to what we're kind of going to get into, and um, like we said before, we're going to get into a lot of the waiver wire things, try to help you guys out as much as we can, mm-hmm. um, give you some info, what we got going on in our own leagues, and, and just kind of keep it interesting, keep it light, and, and give yeah. you... And, uh, you know, again, guys, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Wire FFB, the Wire FFB. Uh, again, we're going to try to stay on top of the the post as best as possible you know i think we've answered every single tweet that's come our way and uh every instagram message and we, you know the facebook page has been la- um going live this week yeah so i mean and just keep tweeting at us keep giving us yeah. the information and next and we'll week get we're back gonna to have you. a list of stuff where uh the tough ones or what, what people are thinking and we're gonna have a list and we're gonna go through them really quick we're gonna fire through them it's gonna be a quick thing yeah and you know we're gonna go over flex options different stuff it's gonna it's it's gonna grow every week this is just a nice little introduction kind of give you a idea what we have to offer and you know and uh and i think we got a couple ideas so just since we started late we're gonna we're obviously gonna run through this we'll do the playoffs and we're actually thinking about starting a playoff league yeah. so we can be a little more involved get it get this going a couple more weeks for you guys um for the people that are doing oddball leagues like that and just keep it interesting yeah next week we're gonna go into that playoff league thing a little bit more because yeah. that's something a lot of people don't even know about they've never even heard about right, right, right. so i mean definitely come back next week give us a listen and we'll go over that yeah. All right. Absolutely, Thanks, guys. guys. Uh, and this is the first episode of the Wire Fantasy Football Podcast. I appreciate the listen. And again, come back next week. Thanks, guys.